Charlie McRae. Welcome back to the Play A Bigger Game podcast, where we bring you tips, tricks, ideas, and fabulous interviews to help you play a bigger game. And today we've got an absolutely awesome interview with you, for you. I'm with Angela Lockwood. Angela's an occupational therapist, but she's also a fabulous author. Her new book, Switch Off, is on all of the shelves in all the good bookstores right across Australia. She's full of great ideas on how you can play a bigger game. Welcome to the podcast, Ange. Thanks so much for having me, Rowdy. I love that we get to connect to this platform. I always, always feel so energised when I listen to you, so it's great to be able to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, this will be energy plus this podcast, I reckon, because, <laughs> uh, you know, we've connected a few times over the years. You came along to a course that I was running on the Gold Coast, and, and then uh, a few years later you interviewed me when my book, Play a Bigger Game, came out, and you were up in Darwin then, I think. I was, I was. I love how life always goes in, in tangents, that sometimes you think, um, is really unexpected, but life always goes the way that it's meant to go, does it? Doesn't it? And you know, we've connected so many times, Rowdy, and you've come into my life at times where I needed to sort of have that kick in the butt and play a bigger game. So maybe coming back into my life now is another one of those kick kick me in the butt moments, eh? Kick you in the butt moments. I might do a podcast <laughs> just on kick you in the butt moments. <laughs> you could, Rowdy. You could. <laughs> it's funny, you know. I, 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 this is about you, not about me, but. Um, You'd be surprised how often people say that to me, and I don't really feel like I kick people in the butt, but, you know, it must be part of the conversation. People go, well, maybe I should step it up a bit. Who knows? Anyway, let's make this about you, because you don't live in Darwin anymore. You're down on the fabulous Tweed Coast where uh, there's been lots and lots of rain in the last few days. Why don't you tell me about what you're up to now? Yeah, well, life, um, as I said, does go in off in many tangents, and um, I'm I'm absolutely strategically positioned now to fulfil my lifestyle needs. Really, um, you know, and I believe that life is all about having you know the things that you love and that you enjoy surrounding you, and so we're nicely positioned right near a beach. But I can see the beautiful green rolling hills, and what this sort of environment down here allows me to do now, Rowdy, is to be able to write and to be able to you know get in inspiration from nature that's around me but it also allows me to tap into amazing people you know we're just a jump hop skip and a jump away from the crazy hustle and bustle of the gold coast so it's um nowadays it's for me really about connecting in with um the switch off message of being able to be really focused and productive and getting the work done but also being in control of when we flick the switch and have that time to chill out and rest and re-energize so um location's a lot to do with it but surrounding myself with people like yourself is always helpful in being able to sort of be in control of where your life's going. Yeah, that's, I reckon that's a good start to playing a bigger game and uh, learning to switch off. So let's talk about Switch Off, the book. And, you know, I, I know it's going absolutely gangbusters. It's been published by Wiley. Um, what's the essence of the book? What's it, what's it all about and how will it help people play a bigger game? Yeah, look, it came about, Rowdy, um, really in three ways. The first way is I work a lot with kids. So I do work in schools and my background is a paediatric occupational therapist. So what I saw over the last sort of 10, 15 years was a real shift in the way that children were presenting to me as an occupational therapist. And, you know, kids were having difficult, now having difficulty sitting and concentrating for any length of time. Kids are coming through with diagnosis as young as five, needing medication to help them sort of manage the pressures 
pressures of life at five and, you know, kids having really big challenges in their social communication. So I started to see all of these really big shifts and changes. And of course, technology has had a huge impact on the way that kids are developing. So that was sort of the first things I noticed. The second thing was around my work with adults. So working sort of with executives, I I heard people who were very intelligent, very switched on people who were running big companies and they were saying things and having the same challenges as what I was hearing from kids. How do I deal with the pressures of life? How do I find this time to be really focused and get done what I need to but also be able to have fun and you know and be that sort of great parent and look after myself so I was hearing these really two very different frames but a similar message of how do we manage the pressures of life and how do we disconnect the third way was really through my own experience that I've always had it as you know a really fast head um, I'm a bit of a full-on personality in that I'll have a crack at anything playing a bigger game to me is always something that has um, sat really comfortably with me so I'll always look at new ideas and push myself but I also also realized that that was um, that sort of lifestyle was pulling me out of alignment a little bit and I was I was sort of every time I was um, you know challenging myself um, listening to other people and listening to pressures in comparison it wasn't working for me so I needed to find ways myself of how I could switch off and still get done what I wanted to so switching off for me really came from those three different parts of my life from working with kids working with adults and my own experiences and it was through you know really noticing these changes that I thought I needed to find a way to see why are people finding it so hard to disconnect and why is overwhelm such a huge factor in so many people's lives. And that's how the research went into the book and that's how the book came about. Yeah, so uh, a couple of things in there. We're really all big kids at heart. We are. are. um, I'll put my hand up first and foremost. Give me a good laugh and a bit of fun and that just does my health wonders. You are full on edge, a billion miles an hour. So I was surprised to to hear that you'd written a book called Switch Off and and we're similar personalities. I'm the same, a, a million miles an hour, or at least I was. And it was a really important discovery for me that that. When I switch off, I'm actually better when I'm in the game. And it took me a long time to realise that I was just constantly on the verge of burnout. You know, I just one step, I just keep myself one step back from it all the time. So people, everybody else could see it except me. Mm. And that's the real challenge, Rowdy. When we are uh, you're constantly involved in things or we have full schedules and we're always thinking about what is next and what else can I do when we are sort of on the edge there and what often happens is our lives become really reactive ready you know like whatever pops up it's like that shiny object syndrome you know like the shiny object jumps up and we go and go oh that's pretty let's go for that um but what that does is when we're constantly living in this reactive space we're in a high stress mode constantly so what we're doing is we're always pushing ourselves just on that brink, as you say, of burnout. But what we can do is we can operate like that, but we can only operate like that for short periods of time. But unfortunately, what we're doing in the in our workplaces and also in life is that we're almost using it as an endurance event. We're trying to stay in this high peak, high stress mode for long periods of time. And what we end up doing is we just ignore all the signs and symptoms that 
you know, is coming up in our bodies. It might be in our relationships. It might be in our thinking that are showing us that, hey, you know what, life at full pelt right now is not serving us well. So when we can slow down a little bit, all those little things that are happening in our lives, we actually have the energy and the attention to notice and we can jump in and do something about it. But, um, you know, unfortunately we ignore all those signs and symptoms and our bodies end up telling us, hey, it's time you know, I, I need some rest here and we get sick or, you know, we have um, challenges in our relationships or we find that work doesn't light us up anymore. So if we ignore things for too long, um, eventually sometimes we don't have the choice and our lives tell us what it needs to ha- what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, for me, it was actually a client. I had a client down in Wollongong and uh, I was mentoring them around Play a Bigger Game and so I gave them some some ideas said look if you do this you'll double your business in the next 90 days but you've got to do all of them not half of them you've got to play all in you've got to go flat out you can't leave any page unturned any stone uncovered you've just got to get stuck into it so this person went and did all that in the next mentoring session I got how'd you go they go rowdy doubled the business I've got that's awesome that's awesome here's what we're going to do next if you do this this and this I reckon you can grow another 10% in the next 90 days but you've got to do all of it you've got to play all in you've got to go flat out you've got to leave no page unturned and they did all that and I went back to the next time they've gone, how to go, they've gone, man, it grew 15%. I've gone, oh, that's fantastic. Here's what we're going to do next. And they've gone, wait, wait, wait. I've gone, what? They've gone, Randy, when do we stop, go out to dinner and have a glass of wine and celebrate? I've gone, oh, you know what? I never do that. I never do that for myself and I never do it with my clients. And, uh, And so I started doing that and you would be surprised at how much better I got by stopping. Mm. And Rowdy, I love that somebody sort of brought that to your attention because everyone notices in our lives what's going on for us. <laughs> you know, but we're often not open enough to actually listen to them. So, you know, you got friends or family that are going, whoa, 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 hang on, you need to slow down. But we're like, don't be silly. I can do this. I can keep pushing through. And, you know, you probably can. But unfortunately what it does is it just makes us trying to draw on whatever energy we can to get us through. Um, and that's a big part of what my experience over life has been is that, you know, I've, I've had such a fantastic full life, but I'm still having a fantastic full life, but not by going 120% and, you know, 120%, I can actually, you know, chill out the beach or I can sit and play with my kids or I can, you know, do nothing on a Friday night if I really want to and to have a glass of wine with hubby and life is still fantastic and full and it's fantastic and full in different ways that isn't just all about making more money and I think that's a really important thing when we're talking particularly about playing a bigger game finances are a big part of our lives Um, but there's so many other factors as well that come into play with what our satisfaction is and what our fulfillment is and when we can have them all working hand in hand and they're all just sort of working in really nicely and we have the energy to enjoy it all it all is so much sweeter than if we're just trying to in the pursuit of whatever's next do you think do you think people just they just continue to push themselves because they're waiting for everything to be right like I'll I'll do it I'll I'll stop when the kids finish school or I'll stop when um hubby gets that promotion or I'll I'll stop when x happens or I'll stop when y happens do we do we put it off because there's so much stuff going on Oh, we so do. We so do. And it's sort of in that pursuit of happiness as well, that I'll be happy when, you know, I'm earning this amount or I'll be happy when I'm doing this or I'll be happy when I'm 10 kilos lighter. Um, 
Yeah, you might be. Um, but let's make that journey or, you know, the journey is such a funny overused word now, but you know what I mean? Let's make that process enjoyable rather than thinking somewhere down the track, life will be sweet. Let's just try to make life sweet as we go. Um, and there are going to be times, and that's really important. Switch off is not all about sitting and, you know, meditating and chilling out all the time because people need us, don't they? Like we need to be productive. We need to be growing. We need to be playing that bigger game, but we can do all that if we integrate the skills of switching off into our everyday. So it's not about packing up and going overseas for six months to find yourself. You can actually do these little habits every single day that will allow you to top up your energy stores, you know, to be able to switch off. And it's when you can do that, life is no longer about running at full pelt. It's about going, about really being proactive rather than that jumping on the reactivity bandwagon. So we'll get some of those tips off you in a second, but um, is, is part of the problem that we don't, you're right, the word journey is way overused, but you know, you, you said something like you're rattling all these things off and you go lose 10 kilos. I go straight away. I went, I'd love to lose 10 kilos, but I don't want to go on the journey. I want to, I want it to happen now. Like I just, (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't that be fair, Tash? How much money would you make if you could do that? But, uh, Exactly. uh, The um, immediacy right now for people's lives is everyone wants it now. And because we are in this constant connectivity um, society right now where we can really get whatever we want at the click of a button, you know, we can really all the information is out there for us to access. Um, And we can, we can get it. 24-7. 24-7. People can even get us 24-7, unfortunately, nowadays through our phones and emails and instant messaging. You know, there is this constant connectivity that's making us feel like um, I don't want to put in the in the effort because I want the immediate rewards. But switching off is an easy thing to do, but it does take discipline. Um, it does take you to sort of almost check in with yourself and be accountable with yourself rather than checking your emails before you go to sleep at night. It is about stopping yourself and going, hang on a minute, do I really need to be doing this right now? Am I going to respond to an email at 10.30 on a Saturday night for work? And if you are, then we need to talk a little bit more. You might need to come and do one of my retreats. But if um, if it is something where you are realising that some of your habits aren't fantastic for you and supporting you to switch off, you do actually have to be your own butt kicker. You actually do have to pull yourself into line and go, is this really important for me to be doing right now? Is this my absolute priority? And most of the time it's not. And so you, you did just say a, a minute ago there are some little habits that you can do every single day that will help you switch off. I reckon you know, all of my listeners are play bigger game people, you know, and uh, they get that full-on stepping up, you know, do things that are harder, tougher, faster. But... Um, what are, what are some habits that they could do on a daily basis that would help them switch off? And I'll tell you, I'll probably need some of these myself. Please get a pen and paper. Uh, pen and paper, not your phone, get a pen and paper. Um, look, I am talking to people who I understand, Rowdy, you know that. Um, I get the mindset of people who play a bigger game, uh, always stepping out of my comfort zone to challenge myself. Uh, but if you can integrate just a couple of really simple things, it'll make such a big difference and you'll find your productivity levels will increase 
your clarity, your decision-making will get so much more improved. You'll become sharper in the way that you make decisions. So you'll be able to sit back and see, get a really great perspective on what's going on in your business, what's going on in your thinking, what's going on in your relationships, if you can do a couple of these things. So make sure you got a pen and, and piece of paper. So the first thing really rowdy and the most simplest thing is to take note of your breathing. Now, people often go, oh, my gosh, she's going to go off on this hippie tangent here. (laughs) Um, Well, um, your breathing is not a hippie thing. It's not an out there thing. It's actually the the very thing that sustains you. It's what gives you your energy to get through the day. And unfortunately, what we're doing so much now is we're holding our breaths. There's even a thing around here called email apnea now where they're saying that when you're at a computer and you're emailing or typing away, be aware of your breathing. And what often happens is we're holding our breath. So we hold, 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 type, type, type. We're cutting off oxygen supply. And then after we're finished, we let out this big, uh, this big gasp <laughs> of, of oxygen. And we all know that if we do that, what we're doing is we're shutting off oxygen and the necessary energy we need to sustain us. So the first thing you can do, be aware of your breathing. Make sure you're getting adequate amounts of breath in through the day, big, deep breaths. And it is that that's literally is the number one thing you can do. And the simplest thing, it's free. You can do it anywhere and no one needs to notice. Email apnea. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Email apnea. I, yeah. Is that fear it's- of reading your emails? with fear right we shut our breathing down so that's the very thing when we're scared of something when we're stressed about something um we shut ourselves down and when we do that it's our breathing that we're shutting down so guys i really just for your listeners be aware of your breathing throughout the day and make sure you relax it out so don't hold your tension up in your chest relax it down so breathing is number one the second one is when you do breathe and this is all in sort of like a disconnect phase the disconnect phase of switching off is to actually just take a step back from everything. And what I mean by this, it doesn't have to be a whole day. It could be five minutes. Just go and grab a cup of tea or grab a cup of coffee and just stand there for the length of time that the kettle's running for. Not checking your emails while you're doing it, not talking to someone else, not doing anything else other than just stand for that length of time it takes for the kettle to boil. And what I reason why I'm giving people that sort of really simplistic sort of prescription there is because if you can't stand and do nothing for a length of time it takes for a kettle to boil, then we've got bigger problems. It is just a period of time for you to stop and reset yourself. And when you go back to your desk, it's game on, right? You're focused, you're ready to go. And that's all switching off really needs to be is these little tiny bite-sized chunks of time throughout your day that allows you to shift your focus. Okay, we good with that, Rowdy? So we've got breathing. That's unbelievable. You Did you write this book about me? Because I've got this email <laughs> up here. There's no doubts about that. I hold my breath when I'm doing the emails. And I've got to do something else while the kettle's boiling. I've got to do three other things so i'm going to try that answer that's good advice what's next rowdy just try it that's all you can do um the other thing is is so you've got your breathing you've got step back the other thing is just write down more things so what i mean by write down more things is when we have so much overwhelm in our minds the best way we can clear our heads is through writing it all down on paper and i call this a brain dump i've talked about this for years because i think it's one of the most simple strategies we can do when we've got fast heads and full heads if we just do a big brain dump 
pen, piece of paper, write down everything on a piece of paper that's in our heads. doesn't have to be just work-related. What we're allowing our, our brains to do is to clear space, right? So when we're overwhelmed, when we've got our cluttered thinking, we're not thinking straight. And even people say that. They go, I'm just not thinking straight. I need to take a break. And it's because we've got too much happening in our heads. So write everything down that's in your head, get it all out. And what you'll do is you'll take a step back from what's going on inside your head. And that way you can make some really good strategic decisions. When it's all stuck in your head, you can't step away from it and you just get more and more bogged down in detail. So we cool with that, Ready? There's three. I think that third one's awesome. Do you, do you put them in the categories or do you just anything, anywhere? Um, at the first step, anything, anywhere. Because if it's really about, if you're, you know those times where you're going, oh my gosh, I just can't think, or your creativity's just blocked, you've just gone, that, I can't come up with that idea. You know that real frustration when you've got head in the hands and you just think, I can't do this. Like, I, why, why can't I get this answer? It's those times where it's got to be tools down and step away because when you push through that stuff, you just, um, <laughs> there is an awful analogy, but when you push through that stuff, you're really just pushing things up a hill. You know, it's, you're not going to do great work if you're straining under pressure. So step away, go to the toilet, do whatever you need to. And you know, the idea will probably come to you in those times when you're actually stepping away from it or you'll come back, the answer will reveal itself. So those three really simple steps, really, they are simple and they should be simple. Um, the one thing we don't need switching off to be is adding to the to-do list and we don't need switching off to be a stressful experience. It actually has to be simple and it has to be like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Um, so those three really great ways and really simple strategies of just breathing, be aware of your breathing, give yourself little moments. It could even be sitting at your desk and staring out the window to the horizon. Just look, shift your focus. It's great to relieve pressure off your eyes and off your brain. Um, actually physically off, off your brain, stare out the window, look off into the horizon and then give yourself that little mini brain break. And that third one is around giving yourself a really good clearing of your thinking by writing it all down. And then we can go into the strategy of categorizing and scheduling it. So there are three really simple ways that all of your listeners who are wanting to play a bigger game can start to clear some space in their life so that they can start to really get perspective about what's happening. And so that's been fantastic. So um, I just did a mini brain dump while you did that. I wrote down the words ice cream 14 times. What does that mean? <laughs> and I it probably means after this, put your tools down, go to the shop. <laughs> I, I reckon. Single-minded, that's what it is, <laughs> I reckon my breathing's going to relax. I'm going to get five minutes to eat an ice cream, and I've done a brain dump at the same time. I think uh, you, you've... Uh, just captured me in one go there, I reckon. But yeah, it, it was, and I've really been good. funny there, Edge, but that is such good advice. And, and I totally get it because um, I don't do those things, but I just can, I can tell just by looking at them written down on a piece of paper here that if I do them, I will be more relaxed, which means I can play a much bigger game. And I love the other thing, that, yeah, and I think this is so true and we forget this, that we put happiness off. We should. Mm. We need to learn to be happy right now, regardless of what the circumstances are. Find ways to be happy in 
whatever we're caught up in right now, good, bad or ugly? Mm, There's a whole range of ways in Switch Off that I've written, obviously, about how we can switch off and how we can find that joy. And it doesn't have to be huge things. Happiness isn't about, and in fact, if you write, if you keep a journal, so if you're somebody who does keep a journal um, about the things that they're thankful for in their life, uh, I do. Um, It's a practice that I have every single night where I answer really four key insights that I've just set for myself that really help shape my thinking for, you know, close off my thinking for the day. When you, when I look back on that journal, when I, when I sort of do a little flick back and go, I wonder how things are unfolding for me over this year. The, my big real aha moments, Rowdy, are that they're actually really simple, simple things. Like, oh, right, I loved when my daughter wrote me a card today or I really loved having the opportunity just to call into the beach on the way home from work or, you know, I, I loved the meal I made tonight for the for the family. You know, it's things like that where you actually, when it's not often the really big things that make us deeply happy. They make They do make us happy, but those real deep things where we go, yeah, life is good. Um, it's those little tiny things in our lives that really do bring us the greatest amount of joy. And this is, again, not touchy-feely stuff. Um, For really busy, very successful people, the more opportunities we can find in our lives that spark that joy, when we are feeling stressed, when we are feeling overwhelmed, when we are feeling under pressure, those little moments are what will keep us going. You know, it is the big picture stuff that will also keep us going, but that big picture stuff usually is just a bigger version of all the little things we already have in our lives. It's just that bigger stuff, um, you know, is what we're aiming for. So really important that we do take the time to look at those little things in our lives that we are thankful for, um, and you'll be surprised it is a lot simpler than you think. Um, so, Rowdy, that's probably another strategy for people. If you don't do that already, ready just get into the habit of you don't have to keep a journal it could just be thinking about what you're thankful for or it could just be taking a moment I know one of the things that brings me the greatest amount of joy is when I do my readers with my kids at night so I do homework with the kids I love watching their face and I know this is you know it's it's like really we're talking about playing a bigger game and what are you what are you talking about this for but I actually it's like life freezes when I can look at their faces when they're reading because I love the way that their brains are thinking and I'm wondering I wonder what you're going to be when you're older or I wonder what's going through your mind it's that that time where the busyness stops and the chaos in the life in life stops and I can just look and go that's that's what life's about for me anyway. So for people to look at that in their own lives and go, what are those things that really do spark that joy for me? Hone in on that through the day and you'll just find everything will have more meaning and more purpose and that's including your work. Great advice from the fabulous Angela Lockwood, the author of Switch Off. There's miles of uh, more useful information inside your book, Edge. If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do it? Uh, there's lots of ways in a very overconnected world, as you know, Rowdy. Um, just jump on my website at angelalockwood.com.au and all the information there. We run Switch Off Retreats, um, which is a fantastic way for you just to reboot yourself, just to release that pressure valve and learn some ways that you can integrate the skills of switching off into your own life. Um, And then, of course, I've got switch off the switch off project for schools where I go in and teach, um, you know, high school kids of how to really integrate the skills of switching off into their life. So, you know, it's a prevention rather than a cure model. It's the way I look at that, Rowdy. <laughs> if, we can, if we can teach our kids really great ways of switching off, then we're going to have really fantastic, resilient, productive, giving adults. 
And so there's a whole range of ways. Jump onto the website. Everything you need's on there. But if you do want to grab the book, um, um, as you said, Randy, I think it's pretty much everywhere at the moment. I'm really excited. And it, it just shows that the message of switching off is really important for people right now. And um, it's not hard to do. Just be really kind to yourself. It's really the underlying thing. You can do everything in, in life that you need to. You just need to embrace the skills of switching off and just slow down a little bit and uh, life will take on a greater perspective. Awesome edge. That's what you should call yourself, awesome edge. Um- <laughs> I'm sure once upon a time I might have, you know, in those schoolyard things where you have to add the the name to the A to your name and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it has been awesome uh, reconnecting with you, having you on the show. I'm sure we'll get you back on the show again. And listeners, check her out at angelalockwood.com.au and go out there and buy the book Switch Off because uh, we're listening to somebody who plays a bigger game. Ange has played a bigger game ever since I've met her and she's learnt to play a bigger game by switching off, and you can too. And thanks so much for being on the show. I look forward to talking to you again sometime real soon. Thanks so much, Randy.